1: اني يوتر
2: معصمي ومي ودي امر
3: Tanti gdal
1: betaus motipa ma shamayim atam sugala talom molirka balofnayim kutamina smkha vagtakirtah kolot shelkha
4: takim toma
2: Necha bekotrachibuk
1: lecha man My-
0: J.M. and the A.M. Well, that's not a 2 fur, that's a 3 fur. <laughs> I, uh, I guess because of the kosher halftime show, which is going to be focusing on uh, Yerach Begun in the Miami Boys Choir, I have um, just gotten into a lot of Miami stuff, and I never dreamed I'd play three in a row from the same album, but my gosh, what classics. And those are just the slow songs. There's other songs also on the album. And I didn't even play Bisyata Deshmaya, which is the title track slow song. Ahashoalti, Anabakoach, Kiatahu, all from the classic Besiat uh, HaDashmaya collection, early 80s. Yerachmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir. Don't forget, kosher halftime show this coming Sunday. Yerachmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir, our focus. It's pretty amazing, I must say. Shlomo Cats with Everlasting Love. I've really gotten, as you know, those of you who are regular listeners, I've really gotten into the Ash uh, Kodesh version of that song. And um, it is called Everlasting Love. Aluf, done by Mayor Yisrael, Gershon Viroba's Man to Man. That's the title track. And, of course, Regez Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this 8th day of February, Day 17, in the month of uh, Shvat, the year 5783, Tufshin Pei Gimbal. If you missed our Tuber Shvat show on Monday, I'm highly recommending that you uh, tune into the archive at some point. NalchumSigel.com, on the NSN app, whatever the case may be. I am highly recommending it. was really a nice show, included some great segments. Later today, during this program, we'll speak with Steve Savitsky. He is author of the brand new book entitled Kan Tsipar Inspiring Stories on Seizing Magic Moments of Opportunity to Do Chesed. We will um, speak with Steve Savitsky coming up. You're at JM in the AM. Also uh, this morning, speaking of authors, Dr. Edward Leibovic, who's professor at New York Medical College, recently edited a journal highlighting the intersection of halacha and medical ethics. Uh, this volume that we're going to be discussing focuses on the pandemic. So now that we are approaching the third anniversary of shutting down the world, um... We get to look at the intersection of halacha and the pandemic through that fascinating journal, which we'll discuss here at JM and the AM. So a lot happening here on a Wednesday, of course. So Wag Wag with a Wednesday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Whole bunch of stuff going on. I thank you so much for tuning in yesterday. Seth Levitt joined us. We had a comprehensive look at what's happening at A&H and just how many hot dogs and sausage and and beef fry and uh, salamis people are going to be serving this coming Sunday. After all, it is Super Bowl Sunday. You're going to be heading to your store soon, right? Why wouldn't you be? When you head to your store, make sure that you have plenty, and I mean plenty, of a h products. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, I started to look. Uh, one of the places I love going to, and and most of you know. Oh, in fact, it's funny. Someone actually stopped me in the store last week at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, and said, "Wow, I heard that you that you love this place, but it's the first time I've run into you." <laughs> it was really funny. So I am, uh, as you know, there are a lot of great kosher supermarkets out there. There are many. There are many. But I have this uh, incredible affinity. To Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Just love shopping there. They have a whole bunch of cool stuff. So yesterday I noticed that they put out a uh, a flyer with midweek specials. And um, I, I'm just letting you know that in addition to many other supermarkets out there that also have incredible A&H displays, they have an amazing a and H display. So if you're looking for any of the products we discussed yesterday on the air, or if you're looking for any great uh, you know, hot dogs and beef fry and salami for Sunday, you can go to Aaron's Casino Farms or any of the great supermarkets out there. In fact, Seth mentioned uh gave a special shout out. Again, he works with all the supermarkets, but yesterday he gave a special shout out to ShopRite. He said the Shoprites here in northern New Jersey are doing an amazing job with not only the displays, but the specials for A&H products this week. So support us by supporting A&H. They are uh, one of the backbones of our sponsorship here at the Siegel Network, and uh, we cannot highly recommend them enough, or we cannot recommend them highly enough, especially during the week of the big game. More coming up. Yoel Weiss is next. You're listening to JM in the AM.
5: I've been through the fire I felt the burning pain But I won't let it bring me down I will rise again Somehow I'll find a way To pull me off the ground I won't lose hope I won't give in We'll never question If or when I'll win Just keep on fighting Come what may And tell myself each day, Hashem will always love you. Carry on, the way ahead is so unclear. Keep on holding tight when things don't seem alright. I have nothing left to fear.
6: how can we even compare to elders wise and so pious, but in this hour, what person's power, no generation has ever seen, do you know what one pure deed could mean, the plan across the whole
7: Color. askenazi bes kulam bamba rumus hadin nikmar Ashkenazi,
1: de <day> na <marble>
0: JM in the AM with Regesh. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, web will have an and the Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. <laughs> Galei, its all in the background. we do our news from Israel coming up.
2: <laughs>
0: Steve Savitsky is coming up. We'll interview him about his brand-new book entitled Kansi here at JM in the AM. Also our friends from Turo have uh, set us up with uh, somebody who has a very interesting book, or I should say journal, regarding halacha and the pandemic. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Edward Leibovic is going to join us on that topic later on this morning right here at Yes, he's wide with a Thursday, excuse me, a Wednesday live lunch. That happens at 12 noon Eastern Time, right here at the Nalcom Siegel Network. And of course, kosher halftime show brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm at InjuryLawyer.com. That happens Sunday here at the Nalcom Siegel Network. Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next.
8: Boker Toe from JMDM. נשיא טורקיה, ארדואן, הגיע למוקד הרעש וביקר במבנים שהתמוטטו. כתב חדשות החוץ, מתן לוי מזכיר, כי ארדואן הכריז על מצב חירום שימשך שלושה חודשים, אז צפויות להתקיים הבחירות לנסיעות, חרף התוצאות הארסניות שהפקדו את טורקיה. בתוך כך, המשלחת של צהל, אזור רעסון, דמרי בשעות הקרובות, וצפויה להקים בית חולים שדה באזור בעיממה הקרובה. דובר משלחת החילות של משרד החוץ דוד סרנ
2: עד הערב, עתידות כל הטיסו להגיע עם הצוות ועם הציוד שקשורים לבית חולים שדה.
9: המשארת הישראלית מכוונת על ידי השלטונות למקומות מאוד מאוד ספציפיים. הם מביאים אותנו לבניינים ספציפיים ששם הם מאמינים
8: שיבושים בהמראות ואומסים כבדים בנטבג בעקבות יצומים של ועד העובדים. מנמעל התעופה בן גוריון מדווח עד כתבתנו עיניו קרנר.
6: מאות נושאים ממתינים מספר שעות בדלפקי הרישום לתיסה בטרמינל 3, שיושעו לפני זמן קצר. מהבוקר נרשמו שיבושים ואומסים כ-20 מטוסים ממתינים להמראה יותר משעה, ויש שיכובים בפריקת הכבודה בין דרישות העובדים, תגבור כוח אדם, מתן קביויות. והחזרת עובדים שפותרו במהלך הקורונה, עוד מאומסים במהלך חג הפסח.
8: התוכנית המשפטית של הממשלה בתום דיון סוער בוועדת החוקה, עוד יושב ראש הוועדה חבר הכנסת רוטמן, כי בניגוד לתכנון הקודם, ההצבעה על הסעיף העוסק בשינוי הרכב הוועדה למינוי שופטים לא תתקיים היום ותדחל לתחילת השבוע הבא. ראש האופוזיציה לפיד הגיב על הדחייה ואמר, אני קורא לציבור להשביט את המשק ביום שני ולהעלות לירושלים להפגנה מול הכנסת. בריאיון ליעל דן, חבר הכנסת רוטמן את לפיד ואמר, ומניאל קמפיין של בדיס.
9: מתוך שעה תימ וחצי דיון שayar יום. שעה וחצי. שלמה. הם מקבלים זמן דיבור, אבל מהם דיברים? הם לא שומעים להם. נייר לא פיד מניאל קמפיין בדיס. הוא שאלח מختה, אבל נייר מختהים רשמי של ראש ממשלת ישראל. דיבו קרה לרשויות המקומיות, לא רק של חמש שנות מעשה. איש לא יודע להשלים מי
8: מודאש ומשתת בבחירות. דרורי תושב לאחר שפרסם ברשתות תוכן מבזה ביחס למיניות שלה. דורי הודע במסגר דסדר טיעון שפרסם בחשמון הטוויטר שלו ציוצים בלתי עולמים על ראייתו של ראש הממשלה ובית גזר עליו חודשיים מעשר על תנאי ופיצועים בסך 800 שקלים לגברת נתניהו. ידיעה שמסרע כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. מה זה Gavin לסיום כהר מהרגי לאונה? גישם בימגמת יתמה תוד. ממדבאר יהודה רבי הממלח אדני חשש לשיתפונות. בלילה צפויה כהה נירחвет. אלה החדשות שורץ רוי וולד. וקסוד
4: I look in someone else's life And I wonder why can't that be me Sometimes I look in someone else's life And I wish I had the things I see You know what I say? I tell you Things you have are meant for you. the way you think it ain't the truth. Sometimes I look in someone else's life. No wonder why can't that be me? Sometimes I look in someone else's life, and I wish I had the things I see. But I say, "V'toy mevoya lecha ya." the things you have are meant for you Where you thinking ain't the truth.
9: Oh no.
1: Bad, it's <laughs> eat a lick bad at Kum the hitalle bar at Sakdushan. Bad, Kum, kum, kum the hitalle bar, it's eat a Kum the hitalle bar at Sakdushan. Bad,
0: in the am yama with benny freeman and company you heard chal shellis jr that was yodu matovu done by joey newcomb to open up the hour and thanks so much for tuning in kosher halftime show this coming sunday brought to you by the rothenburg law firm injurylawyer.com. later on on this program or i should say on this network gussie's Wag with a wednesday live lunch that happens at 11 a.m eastern time make sure to be tuned in for that here at the nachem siegel network and um get ready for this weekend Our friends at A&H are ready, as Seth Levitt told us yesterday. Ready with the salamis, with the hot dogs, with the sausage, with the uh, beef fry. They're ready. Now you have to be ready for the big celebration in your home. And and as so many people voluntarily have done over the last few years, I am for the first time going to strongly suggest that anybody who's watching the Kosher Halftime Show during halftime, please tag us. Please take a photo and send it over. Email, WhatsApp, tag on social media, whatever method you want to use. Uh, I just thought of it because a lot of people have been doing this over the last couple of years, and uh, it would be amazing if we would uh, get those photos, uh, not just, you know, through private means, but having them posted to social media as well. As uh, people are getting ready for your Achmiel, we got going to the Miami Boys Choir this coming Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time during halftime of the big game. More coming up. It's Journeys from volume number five. You're listening to JM in the AM
1: The sweetest song Scale the highest mountain Don't get me wrong These are wonderful things Even significant things You can strive for wealth, fame and success And trust I'll think of you no less These are wonderful things Even significant things But nothing in your life will ever be more meaningful than giving up yourself to help another. Drink the finest wine, paint a masterpiece, why, I think that's fine. These are wonderful things, even significant things. You can study life's deepest mysteries, turn simple words into poetry. These are wonderful things, even significant things. הסיפור Pou יש לך
5: אחד יפה. גם כל הקבים והחולשות שלך אחד
1: כזה as if the world is in front of you You see, the mind is already broken And only do you fear me here Only do you fear me You have existed. There were people in trouble. You Warden. The greater area of the God. You when she was a a Shut down.
5: Shamayim, Emptuchim, the Ogadol, Alayla Bishwilstein, <speaking> Koh Sasson,
1: <speaking> the Koh Simcha, Koh Hatal, the I'm <laughs> the
0: J.M. and the AM, Uh, Moshe Klein with a selection entitled Bowie Kala here at J.M. and the AM. Akiva, before that, Yesh Bacha from Journeys 5. You heard nothing in your life on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Signal Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechen Nishmas Harav Zebenim Yosef Alevi and Zechen Nishmas Esther Basserim Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with
10: Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in the Torah. By Ancha by Hashem afflicted us, we were hungry, and then he fed us the Mon. The Medjur says on this Mikan Remes Hadlakas From here is a hint to lighting the Shabbos candles. The Zarashimshan asked the question What does neiris, the lighting of the Shabbos candles have to do with the Mon? The Zarashimshan explains that we find the fascinating medrash in Kohelas Rabbah. It says that just like a person has hanah, enjoyment from the taste of the food, so too we have hanah, enjoyment, from the sight of the food, as we find in the Talmud Meseches Yuma. Ochel, It is not comparable. One who sees and eats as to one who does not see and eats. The reason is, is because when a person sees their food, they can enjoy it on a different level. When Klal Yisrael ate the mon, it was possible for its taste to be whatever the person imagined, whatever they desired, it would be that food. However, since the mon did not change its appearance, it looked the same. There was a slight chisaron. there was a slight detriment in the mon, the fact that a person could not actually see the food that they were eating. That is why it says, by ancha that even with the greatness of having the mon, we were still missing the experience of being able to visualize that which we were eating. This alludes to the lighting of the Shabbos Nerus. The Shabbos Nerus, the candles, illuminate our home. They illuminate our lives. They allow us to see all the special foods, the Shabbos Macholim, that we eat, so that we have complete Hanah, complete enjoyment, both the Tam, the taste, and also the visualization of the food that we are eating. I once spoke for a yeshiva that was making a grand opening. I was to give a shear, and before the shear, there was a reception. A woman came over to me who was not able to see. She was blind. And she told me that it was a great zechus for her to be at this particular psicha and to be able to hear the shear. All of a sudden, There was a man that came to me while she was standing there and said, "Rov, there's a large crowd here. I bet there's 250 people. She said, no, I think it's closer to 300. He looked at me. He couldn't understand it. He was curious. So he counted the people that were there in the way that's permissible. Astounding there were 300 people bidiyuk. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
1: Na <tries> ah, <and singing>
0: AM and the AM, a, uh, what is today? Wednesday morning broadcast with Yaakov Shweki, Lachaim, a toast to eight Eitan cats before that, Vinacha is the name of that one here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app, go to the NSN, Nachum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, kosher halftime show this coming Sunday, presented by the Rothenberg law firm, injury uh, we thank the Rothenbergs for being the main sponsor. And we thank all of our sponsors, of course. And it drops at uh, eight o'clock Eastern Time this coming Sunday night, uh, featuring your Achmiel Begun of the Miami Boys Choir. My exclusive interview, long-awaited, much anticipated, exclusive interview with Achmiel Begun about the Miami social media sensation that's been happening over the last few months. Very interesting conversation. Lots of great segments in it. Looking forward to Sunday. And I am sure some kosher halftime shows, you know, just get the bulk of their of their viewership in the day or two of the Super Bowl. Uh, this one, I think, is going to last for a long, long time. So get ready to do a share it, view it, and enjoy it this coming Sunday. Mosaica Press, in partnership with Turo University and its New York Medical College, is set to release the Medical Halacha Annual, Volume Number 1, The Pandemic and Its Implications. It's happening March 6th. We are told that it's uh, available for pre-order. Uh, the groundbreaking journal, edited edited by Dr. Edward Leibovics, uh delves into the intersection of Halacha, medical ethics, and contemporary medical issues through the examination of complex medical scenarios involving sensitive triage decisions, administering and withdrawing of ECMO, trust in medical and rabbinic authorities, and the application of Halachic principles. Readers will gain a deeper understanding of the ongoing pandemic and its far-reaching implications the medical halacha annual can be purchased at mosaicapress.com or at your local bookstore once it is available and again online it is available for pre-ordering with all this in mind we welcome dr edward bleibovics professor at the new york medical college and the editor of the journal highlighting this intersection of halacha and medical ethics a pleasure to welcome you to jm in the a.m
11: Thank you so much. Pleasure to be with you.
0: Uh, An ongoing work. I I said earlier in the show that we're about to hit the third anniversary of the shutdown of the world, uh, something I'm sure you recall, like all of us do. And I guess this is an ongoing work over the past, I don't know, 34, 35 months. uh, Someone like yourself has probably thinking was probably thinking of so many of the issues that you're actually editing and addressing in this journal, right?
11: Yes. Well, uh, we we got started with this uh, because the pandemic brought up uh, many areas of medical halacha that uh, really lacked clarity. Um, Halacha is all there, uh, but uh, one has to be able to access it. But uh, with the pandemic, um, we had new issues that were not uh, at the forefront previously, like dealing with anticipated risk, risk that was not here yet, but we knew was coming, uh, dealing with uh, medical uncertainty, how to treat uh, life-threatening conditions that we really didn't have a treatment for, as you remember, at the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Right. Um, or, and-, or, or or, and I use this word not in a disres- disrespectful manner, but many medical people were simply guessing at what to do just based on the symptoms they saw and the experiences that they had you know, in the past.
11: Yes, I mean, uh, we have actually a paper dealing with what the best approach in these situations. Should we rely on our uh, expertise and uh, intuition in treating uh, situations that are not really uh, already known, or should we be putting patients in clinical trials to learn more about how to uh, treat so that we benefit future patients?
0: The goal in publishing the volume, Uh, aside from, you know, the uh, incredible examination of all these issues, obviously, that so many people are curious about from a medical standpoint over the last three years, I'm assuming this volume, like so many other works, uh, on these topics are going to be key if something like this, similar to this, ever happens again. I believe our halachic authorities, you know, cited different uh, halachic sources from other pandemics and epidemics uh, in history to make certain decisions. This time around, a volume like this, I guess, would go into that category where people years from now will look back and say, "Okay, they faced this, you know, in in the early 2020s. You know, let's see how they handled it."
11: Well, I, I would uh, add that you know the issues that came up and the issues we dealt with are to a large extent generalizable to every the everyday practice of medicine. Um, so indeed, uh, these are issues that we have dealt with before and continue to deal with. The, Within the pandemic, the you know the 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 uh, ongoing uh, issues with the pandemic, but uh, more so, everyday medicine that uh, were highlighted by the pandemic, but uh, are really relevant to the everyday practice of medicine.
0: And the truth is, you got you just got me to think as you're saying this that. That you don't need a pandemic to have uh, questions about prioritizing the emergency room, right? Triage is one of the topics that's discussed, and, and frankly, because of the situation that we have on this globe, and certainly here in the U.S., we have many emergency rooms that are simply overflowing. I guess just the order of treatment and the and the order of priorities is a big issue, you know, generally, not just during a pandemic.
11: Absolutely, absolutely. I agree completely. And, and, you know, medicine evolves, um, and uh, despite the voluminous medical halacha literature, uh, there is a need to adjust to a changing medical environment. Right. Uh, and uh, you know I think uh, we are dealing with uh, many of these issues in this volume. And I would mention we're already preparing volume two, which uh, goes into additional issues beyond right. the pandemic.
0: Dr. Edward Leibovics is with us, professor at New York Medical College. He's edited this journal. We're talking about highlighting the intersection of Halakha and medical ethics with concentration, of course, on lessons learned during the Pandemic, you can go to mosaicapress.com and literally pre order it. It's coming out in about three weeks. Again, uh, mosaicapress.com, and you can uh, pre order it. Um, You know, it's funny, uh, people wonder about halacha and ethics. And whether the, you know, if if they're one and the same, because we always look at ourselves as ethical people and that our halacha, you know, dictates uh, to, be, to, to err on the side of being as ethical as possible. But then again, I'm saying to myself, by the standards of the world, you know, we, we don't always uh, agree on what ethics is means i mean the the primary example of course is that there are people in this world who you know who think that it's a good idea god forbid to pull the plug on on people and to be you know lackadaisical or somewhat lackadaisical about that and obviously we would never approach that in that type of fashion in our tradition so how do we balance halacha and ethics
11: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, as you pointed out to uh, the observant uh, Jewish physician uh, and to observant Jews in general, halacha and ethics are one and the same. Uh, Halacha defines ethics. Uh, We know that uh, Pirkei Avos, which is our classic work on ethics, is part of Shas and is in Seder Nazik and just with the laws of torts and uh, monetary uh, issues, uh, ethics is included there. So they're really one and the same. Now, when confronting secular medical ethics, there are certainly areas of discordance. Um, As you bring up, end-of-life issues, uh, abortion being the two uh, classic examples that are frequently discussed. And, uh, yeah, this is an area of uh, degree of conflict. Uh, Halacha actually has a more nuanced approach than is often understood. Uh, but uh, bottom line is, the observant physician, of course, uh, is not permitted to break the law, but is also not uh, required to do anything that violates his ethical code, um, and uh, can withdraw from situations if uh, if he or she feels that um, she's in a he or she is in a place that uh, uh, is inappropriate. And I would emphasize it's important to have. A uh, rabbi, a posik, who one can turn to for these these thorny issues.
0: During the pandemic, uh, doctors and rabbis obviously had to work together. End of life issues primarily, I would guess. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. But are there other issues as well? Could you give me a scenario, an example of where the doctors and rabbis had to work together that wasn't necessarily an end of life issue?
11: Well, I would say the two uh, obvious situations. One was the whole issue of precautions, closures of shuls and schools, right. distancing, masking. I know in my own shul we had a committee of doctors that met regularly with uh, the shul rabbi um, to uh, discuss policy, um, and you know that was a, a critical area. Uh, Vaccination was another critical area uh, to uh, educate the uh, rabbis to go out to their communities and uh, implore the people to uh, go ahead and get vaccinated. And then at a later stage, uh, after it was already distributed to, uh, to most adults, um, the issues with pregnant women, children. So these were areas that uh, doctors and, and uh, rabbis had to work in close collaboration. And I would say that the uh, lessons that we learned, uh, primarily, is that uh, some of these issues uh, really needed to be dealt with at the highest levels. In other words, our leading post-Skim, our leading epidemiologists uh, not cloud the air with, uh, um, every, uh, local, uh, physician or local rabbi, uh, t- t- forming their own, uh, opinions and clouding the issues. So these were really very monumental, uh, issues to the health of the community.
0: Wow. Amazing. Dr. Edward Leibovics is with us live via telephone. We're talking about the new journal. We'll give you the information in a minute about ordering it. um, how do you put together an all-star lineup? Because <laughs> you, in fact, do have an all-star lineup of uh, rabbis uh, and uh, rabbi/slash doctors or rabbi/slash you know people very knowledgeable about medicine who are participating in this journal. Was that a uh, a difficult process for you?
11: Yeah, actually, when when uh, we started, uh, somebody told me. Uh, if you ever want to ensure that a friend will never call you again, just ask him to write something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but uh, it was it was a challenge. Um, you know, we wanted uh, uh, really preeminent people to uh, write things that are definitive right. and uh, really landmark papers, and I think we succeeded. Um, to mention a few, we have a paper from Aaron Lapiansky, on uh, the very important uh, important discussion of the roles of uh, physicians and Rabbanim in making medical decisions, as you already alluded to, Rabbi Dr. Akiva Tatz on allocation of scarce resources. Right. Um, we had several uh, papers regarding vaccinations. Svi Reisman wrote on consent issues uh, in vaccinating children. We had a really excellent paper from Dr. Sarah Becker on vaccine hesitancy in the orthodox population um, so uh yeah it was uh it was work to get people to uh to write but fortunately uh, our authors were very forthcoming and very enthusiastic to contribute and uh, we were very fortunate to put together, uh, I think, a really excellent uh, publication.
0: Uh, easiest way to order, again, is to pre order at Mosaica Press's website, I assume, right?
11: Yes, one can pre order on Mosaica Press, and it should be in your local bookstore, Jewish bookstore, uh, March 6th.
0: Uh, Tura University, New York Medical College, the Medical Halacha Annual. That is what it's called, volume number one, dealing with the pandemic and its implications. Again, go to mosaicapress.com, mosaicapress.com. Again, you're looking for the Tura University, New York Medical College, medical halacha annual it is volume number one it is available for pre-order right now and it'll be in your stores starting on march the 6th dr edward Leibovitz is a professor at the uh, new york medical college and he is the editor of the journal that we've been speaking about in, with the intersection of halacha and medical ethics being highlighted focusing on the pandemic thank you so much for joining us this morning and congratulations thank on you. the journal it's really an amazing accomplishment thank you so much a pleasure thank
11: you pleasure appreciate the opportunity
0: uh, our pleasure, and I thank you for that. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. round the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
4: Wake up, Eden, Wake up, Eden, Get up, let's
5: open our eyes. Get up! Let's open our eyes. Wake up, yeet. Wake up, yeet. Let's dance this color's
1: goodbye.
5: Call us goodbye
12: stay true. Your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast you you a son there's one more thing to be done so listen please take the one you love and sacrifice him up above as an offering to me so this I promise you if you promise to stay true your children yeah. Loyal to me Your name will carry on Your nation will grow strong A promise kept throughout history So this I promise you If you promise to stay true Your children will be Like the stars in the sky
13: somebody
0: J.M. and the A.M. Eight Chaim done by uh, Simcha Liner here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. and the A.M. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Avram the Diaspora with Hine Yamim. Aryeh Kunstler's The Promise Wake Up Yiden done by Eighth Day. And here we are on a Wednesday broadcast with a reminder this coming Sunday. Sorry about that. Sometimes you just have to sneeze. Um, This coming Sunday, it's kosher halftime show number 10. Hard to believe. The 10th annual kosher halftime show presented by the Nahum Siegel Network happens this coming Sunday. It'll be sponsored, of course, and presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. It'll star your Achmiel Begun of the Miami Boys Choir with my much-anticipated, long-awaited interview with your Achmiel Begun. Regarding the uh, social media sensation that Miami has become over the last few months, pretty remarkable to say the least. So we will have that for you this coming Sunday it becomes available at halftime on all the uh, social media platforms, our website, etc., etc., etc. And uh, again, a big thank you to Rothenbergs and all of our sponsors for the Kosher Halftime Show this Sunday. Yes, he's why with a Wednesday Live Lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Right here at the Nahum Segal Network. Make sure to keep it here all day long. It is a pleasure to welcome Steve Savitsky uh, to these airways. It's been a long time since he's been with us. And uh, we've had some amazing and incredible conversations and wonderful memories with him over the years. And now we get to feature a brand new book that he's written. He is past president of the Orthodox Union. He is president of the Zion Foundation. And uh, now he is known as well as author of the brand new book entitled... Kan Tzipor, inspiring stories on seizing magic moments of opportunity to do chesed. Steve Savitsky, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
9: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. Interesting
0: title to the book, and you know that chesed is one of the topics that we are just Completely addicted to here at J M and the am and love featuring any work, a book or otherwise, any effort having to do with Chesed. Why would a book about Chesed, generosity, kindness, however one wants to interpret it, why would it be called Kansipor?
9: Good question. Well, listen, the answer is really pretty simple. I uh, looked at this mitzvah of the Kansipor, which is means you send away the mother bird, you keep the uh, chicks for yourself, the Torah tells you in Parshas Ki Tzei the L'man you'll feel good if you do it, The yomim, your days will be lengthened. And it's a very strange, strange mitzvah. And I analyzed it. Fortunately, I was able to come up with a kept a new interpretation, a one which is maybe a little different. And that's really, as I looked at this mitzvah, I realized it was something very profound about it. Because it starts with kiyi yikare. When you happen to find a nest. now let me ask you nothing. Do you think we in Jewish life look for things when they just happen? We prepare. That's the kind of people we are. Before Boy Scouts said, be prepared, we were always prepared. (laughs) You prepare for Shabbos. You prepare for Pesach. You prepare for everything. That's our life. Here's a great mitzvah, and the Torah tells you, guess what? You cannot prepare for it. So when I started to analyze it, I said to myself, there's got to be more to this mitzvah. Because when I went around, I was asking people, how many people actually did this mitzvah? Well, maybe it was 5%, 10%, but 90% of the people never did it. So would God give us a mitzvah that is so great, where he gives you the reward for it, he tells you how good you're going to feel, if hardly anybody could do it. So I came up with the conclusion, and I'm speaking to many of our bottom, because we certainly all have the right to look at a puzzle and to try to interpret kind of like shot rem is And I said, maybe what it is that there are moments in life, I call them moments, moments when you're just going about your normal business. You're on the radio program. You're in your car, you're driving, you're, you're in an airport, you're in the supermarket, you're any place you are, because God puts us in those places. And all of a sudden, an opportunity comes along, a moment just like that bird. And all of a sudden, if you, if you understand it, The same criteria that I applied to the Kansipar, that you have to be going about your regular way, but you have to kind of debate, do I do this or not? You have no one to really talk to, and if you don't do it, the bird flies away, the missile flies away. Those are special moments in life, and I call them Kansipar moments. And once I understood that, and I went around my life, I said to myself, why am I here in this place at this time? There's got to be a reason. And Baruch Hashem, I had many, many occasions where I myself, came across an opportunity to do something, and I knew that if I didn't do it in that moment, I knew it would be gone forever. And so I started to talk about it. And when I would speak, you know, whether at a Shabbos in a in a shul, whether it was in a convention or a, a kosher rica cruise or a Pesach, wherever I was, I would talk about these moments. People would come over to me, and they'd tell me, I had such a moment. I said, really? How long ago? And they'd say, 25 years ago? <laughs> And I'd say, wait a second, you remember it exactly? Remember it. I'll never forget it. It was one of the highlights of my life. And so I decided to start telling those stories. And as I started telling stories, people came to me. We love the stories. And every story that I tell in the book is exactly correct, written for, by people. Maybe sometimes I mention their names, sometimes they don't want me to. But that's the point of the chesed that God puts us in a particular place at a particular time, and we could find ourselves. Doing something in that one moment that will literally change our life forever. You know, I saw a quote, and it's not from a big guddle. It's from a man named Winston Churchill, who everybody likes to quote. I saw a quote from Winston Churchill, and this is what he said. To each there comes in our lifetime a special moment when they are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered the chance to do a very special thing unique to them and fitted to their talents. What a tragedy is that moment finds them unprepared or unqualified for that which could have been their finest hour. Phenomenal. That's what the book's about, about those <laughs> stories, about people who came to me and my stories, about con moments. And what I really want to do, my goal, is not just to write a book, but to create a movement. I want this, this concept of Kansipar. People will say, oh, I had a Kansipar moment. It's like someone says, you know, you know, it used to be in our days. <laughs> maybe people on your phone don't remember when you say, could you Xerox it for me, <laughs> or could you <laughs> could you could could you give me a Kleenex? I don't remember that anymore. Now it's could you Google it? You know, when you Google it, it, means basically you're going to look it up. I want Kansi Por moment. I want or, I want Orthodox Jews to become observant Jews, and once you become an observant Jew, all of a sudden your whole life opens up. That's the reason I wrote the book.
0: Steve Savitsky's with us, Kansi Por, inspiring stories on seizing magic moments of opportunity. To do chesed. By the way, one of the, and this is a side point, we'll get to the chesed in a moment. One of the things I love about your interpretation of the Pasuk of Kansipor is that uh, it literally is told to us and directed to us as ki kare. if it happens, if, if you happen to be in a situation like that, and I'm saying this because sometimes I get frustrated, there are people who go out of their way to observe the mitzvah. They actually do prepare and set up a situation to, to do the mitzvah. Of Kansipor. I'm I'm being literal now, meaning the actual bird mitzvah, and I always say to myself, you know, how strange, how unusual this is, this is supposed to be done. If in fact you happen to come upon a situation like this, not set yourself up to disturb the mother bird. So I'm going to tell you, Steve Savitsky, that uh, your interpretation I think fits right into my <laughs> right into my rhetoric on this issue, and I very much appreciate it. Um, All right, so the Consipor moments, you have a lot of them. I know that you know which one I'm going to start with because you and I have discussed this on the air before, and it made it into your Consipor book. You know how much I love you, University Men's Basketball? And uh, Martin Leibovic is somebody who uh, my children and I had the opportunity to enjoy his playing when he was at YU. But you would say that the fact that he actually uh, came to Yeshiva University and discovered his tradition and heritage was a consipor moment. Could you share that with us, please?
9: I could absolutely share it with you because uh, every place I go, people want to hear the story of Martin Libovich. Matter of fact, I just actually saw him two weeks ago, but the story is really very simple. It's in the book, it's called The Leap of Faith, uh, and it's a much longer story, but it's really very simple. I found myself in Buenos Aires, Argentina, because of NCSY, in a room with some boys from college who were going to be learning, and I see this young man, I don't speak Spanish, I asked if anyone speaks Spanish, he said speaks English, excuse me, he said he does, he interprets for me, and then I asked him, okay, how'd you learn English? And very simply, he says to me, well, I'm a very good basketball player. I play basketball for Barry University. It's a Catholic college. And that's the reason I know how to speak English. I said, wonderful. And you're here this summer in Buenos Aires, back home, and you're learning Torah. You like it. He says, oh, I love it. And I said, so what's going to be in August? I met him in June, 2008. I said, what's going to be? And, he says, and, he, and And he looks at me. And guess what happens he starts to cry <laughs> wow. he starts to cry he doesn't say a word to me he starts to cry and i say to myself god why did you put me in this room in buenos aires argentina and this shul Sukkot david on the third floor when literally i had three minutes of my entire trip to go into this room and here's this boy crying because i asked him what's going to be with his torah and that's what started and that's when i asked him about Yeshua university it's a long long story but the end of the story is eventually he came. And the real end of the story, not the end, the beginning, because he's still a young man begin. The story really is today he's in Buenos Aires. He's the NCSY director. He's changing the lives of thousands and thousands of young people. It's incredible what he's doing all because of that moment. What would have happened, I asked myself, if that moment when I saw a boy cry and I asked him what's going to be if I didn't do something. I could have gone through my whole life missed the most memorable opportunity that I ever had. That's what the story is about. And there are many other stories, but that story with Martin Levovich, as I told you, yeah. I really think about it all the time because I know I realize how easily I could have walked out of that room.
0: And, and by the way, and, the and, and, and by the way, can I, can I add to this that, you know, it, it's not just you changed a life or that your poor moment led to that, but look at the ripple effect that he's having with his own family and with the community back in, south america that and and not even we're not even talking about the you know the role model he was in terms of you know those kids who loved watching basketball uh i mean the, the that one little moment caused an avalanche of uh, of of uh a tremendous positive influence for so many in our community
9: absolutely as a matter of fact as i said you know i keep up with him of course and we text each other and we get to see each other as often as we can he comes New York for the NTSY programs, but it just so happened three weeks ago on the winter break, I, my family and I were down in Orlando. He had he came, his parents actually moved to Miami to Aventura, and he went with his kids to uh, Orlando. And so we had a dinner one night. Everybody, his whole family, his sisters, their kids, his his uh, brothers and everyone, and his sister, who doesn't speak English that well, because we were kind of making a toast, and she said, I want to say something in English. It's not so easy, but I want you to know that Martin is changing the lives of hundreds of young people in Buenos Aires, and it's really true. It's absolutely true.
0: Hundreds. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Steve Savitsky is with us. We're highly recommending the brand-new book available at your local bookstores and, of course, online. It's a Feldheim uh, publication entitled Kansipor, K-A-N, T-Z-I-P-O-R. Um, you tell not only stories that happened to you, but stories that you've been alerted to that you fit into the Consipor category. The story with um, with Morgenthau, World War II, is that the, is that the same uh, eventual Manhattan district attorney, a relative? Who is that?
9: I don't know. I think it must have been a family that's from the story of Irving Bunim. Yeah, uh, and it's a great it's a great story. So, so this gentleman, whichever morgan,
0: whichever Morgan thought is obviously, as, as he became a an official in the White House, uh, let's put it this way, he, I don't know, drifted or didn't pay much attention to his tradition and heritage. I guess that that's a fair way of putting it. And this encounter with these, you know, couple of Jewish leaders. Who come and really put his feet to the fire in terms of helping to save Jews? You know, you have to admit the way you tell the story, Steve. You have to admit this could have gone in in multiple directions. This could have been an epic fail, as the kids would say. And and look what happened it led to, it led to somebody you know spearheading an effort to save a lot of people.
9: That's right. Listen, you know, listen. They're not they're not always successful. I mean, you know, I spoke at a a Pesach program. Uh, uh, Two years ago, um, and uh, this program is, happens to be in New Jersey, but anyway, it's on the bo- it is a boardwalk, and so after I spoke, the next day, some people came running over to me and said, I almost had a country-born moment. I said, okay, what happened? They said, we were walking on the boardwalk, and the little kids fell, and we ran over right away going, wow, this is an opportunity. And then all of a sudden, the mother came over and said, who are you? Go away from us. <laughs> Leave my kid alone. <laughs> oh, anyway, I said, that oh, oh, was wow. <laughs> the, the, the Oh, point, wow. The point is, it's your opportunity. You know, what happens with it, God will decide. But you have an opportunity. I was going to say that in the last story in the book, the last story in the book I put in purposefully because I was in a shore in Riverdale speaking, and I, when I speak, I love to look at the audience just to see, you know, their reaction and try to gauge what I'm saying. And it was a woman who was sitting in the balcony in the first row, and she was listening attentively to every word that I said, every word. And I said, Wow, she must have the most incredible per moment. I can't wait for her to come over to me. And sure enough, after Davani people come over, you know what it's like. They talk to you, you know, you related to my cousin Shmuel, who's a friend of your your uncle Sam, whatever. Whatever the point of the matter is that, you know, she was waiting and, and I can't and she I said, Okay, tell me, you've got the greatest story, what is it? She said, My story is very simple. I wish you were here last week, not this week. I said, Why? She said I went of Shabbos, okay, and I went to the supermarket, and I was right in front of me. There was a wonderful lady. I didn't know her, and she had maybe five items and milk, some juice, whatever, and she put it on the counter, and she started arguing with the, the cashier, and they're arguing, and the manager came over, and the next thing you know, the lady runs out of the store, and I, I said to myself, why, what happened? I came, I asked, I said, what what, what happened? They said, well, this lady we know, she's a very nice lady. Unfortunately, she's a, a widow, and she's on food stamps. She comes to our store. But today's the 31st. Her her food stamps don't start until the first of the month. We couldn't let her keep the milk and the juice and whatever she had. And she said to me, could you imagine if I heard your speech? I would have run over to that counter. I would have grabbed I would have said... You know what? Could I help you out? $20. This lady would have had whatever, yeah. she, whatever she had. She said, yeah. I would have felt so good. She said, but you know what? Yeah. It was a concept of moment that I lost, and I'll never get it again. Yeah. That's how the book ends.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, so, so telling. What, what you're saying is uh, sometimes we just open up our eyes for very minimal cost, and sometimes at no cost, we can make such a difference. And then, of course, add the whole Kiddush Hashem aspect to that. And there's an added bonus. By the way, to clarify, uh, Robert Morgenthau, in fact, was the son of the, the DA, was in fact the son of the uh, Secretary of the Treasury, Henry Morgenthau, who you speak about in that book. And, and folks, when you get the book, you got to read that chapter. You'll see what it's like for somebody who, who feels it in their heart, that Pintoliid that comes to life when they're faced with a really important decision. Steve Savitsky is with us live via telephone. The book is called Kansi inspiring stories on seizing magic moments of opportunity to do chesed. Chesed, obviously one of our favorite topics here at JM in the AM. By the way, we got to point out, Steve, because you, you, have a, you have a story on an airplane and, you know, a lot of people in general have these stories where they encounter people in, in in strange you know situations where you're literally you know someone's roommate you know for 4 hours so you get to know them and obviously uh, you know sometimes that leads to a relationship where you're uh, you know in touch with them and uh, very often as people know if they are if they approach it the right way they may enhance that person's you know observance uh, etc um wouldn't you say that uh that that uh, this book and obviously you know when you speak about this topic you're hoping not only that people will act on these consipor moments you're also hoping people will think about it in other words sometimes things like this happen and they just you know it, it, people are oblivious to the opportunity that you know that might present itself you would like I'm sure that, that this you know makes people more aware that if you just pay more attention to what, sort of like what happened with the lady and the cashier that if you just pay attention more to what's happening around you you know with a little bit of effort you can make a big difference
9: that's exactly right and that's where i said i want people to become observant jews right. observant jews. look a, look around say to yourself what can i do why am i here if there an opportunity and if you you know like when they have the, the ladder or whatever it's called don't they say you've got to be in it to win it
0: all right
9: if you're not <laughs> in it you're not going to win it if you don't look around and you're oblivious to life You'll never have a moment like that. And like the talk, look, God gave us the mitzvah for a reason. Uh, we would have done pretty good with 612, right? And somehow, Avram <laughs> Fried would have come up with a good song for it, okay? <laughs> we would have done well. If He gave us this mitzvah, there's a reason for it. And the reason is, as God said, uh, you said, because you're going to go about your life, and opportunity is going to come along. And you know, we all want to have gratification. We all want to feel good about ourselves. And God's giving us, He's giving us the formula, it's right there he says that hey, you 're going to feel good about it. Listen, these people would come to me, and twenty five years later they would still remember the story and it would make it glow inside mm-hmm. that 's the whole idea it's such a beautiful, beautiful idea, and to go, the go story gives it to us like everything else that 's why I did it i didn 't write the book because I just want to sell some books. I wrote it because I really believe that if people do this it 's going to change their life by the way by the, by
0: the way, by the way, we should point out like you wrote with the story of the um uh, of the person who helped somebody who was in a difficult situation at their job, somebody was in a situation where they were being supervised right, by somebody right, who wasn't exactly right. friendly uh, or seemed not to be friendly to, to Jewish employees. And it was a very difficult situation. A lot of times, and we got to point this out, you don't see the fruit of the poor moment for months. And sometimes you may never, you know, see the fruit, but if you make the effort, uh, chances are down the road, it's going to make a difference. Absolutely. No
9: question about it. Men in Israel. I have spoken. Uh, the OU sent to when I was in Israel a few months ago, the man came over to me. He told me that he met somebody who he didn't even know. And the man came over to him and said, you know, by the way, you know, I, I, I'm so impressed with everything, the way you live your life. And because I saw you on a plane seven years ago, uh, I decided to start looking into Judaism. And because of that, today I'm Misham Mishabbos. And the guy goes, who are you? I don't know you. He said, well, you sat next to me on a plane once. We once spoke. And I just started thinking about Judaism, and he meant it to me. I never even, know. I never even knew I did anything. So who knows? Who knows what that moment is? But like like Winston Churchill said, take yeah. advantage of it. He was Machavin to the Katsipur mitzvah.
0: Uh-huh. And finally, Steve, there has to have been. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I can't imagine there hasn't been. There must have been a Katsipur moment since you published the book, right? Like, is there something that happened to you over the last couple of months where you said to yourself, wow, I wish that could have made it into the book? <laughs>
9: Yes, there, there have been a few, uh, not that many, but a few. I have about two more that actually happened. And uh, yes, I do. Well, firstly, uh, I thank God, because the book is really doing so great. Seldheim is so happy, and so am I. People keep sending me. They could send to Savitsky at com. And if you have a story, you know, I'll call you and I'll speak to you. But I have so many wonderful stories now that, Miel uh, Sehshem, I'm going to have another book. As in my granddaughter, Ilana Glad in Israel, hopefully she's listening. She said, Zadie, when you write the second book, you've got to call it Continued. Con what? Continued.
0: Oh, Continued. I love it. By the way, Anyways. I mean, if you're in, if you're inviting people to send in stories like this, you're going to have a second book in a month. I mean, you'll have a second book right around the corner.
9: Okay. Well, I don't think it'll be that quick, but let's see what happens. I got It's got to be really good. But I want to hear them. I want to hear every one of them. Because I get inspired when I hear some stories. Some of the stories I've heard, so in the last month, people have called me and written to me. Uh, it's just been unbelievable. I look forward to it. It's great.
0: Um, it's, so the, the address, if you want to contact Steve Savitsky and, and toss in your own Kansipor moment, Savitsky, S-A-V-I-T-S-K-Y at Kansipor.com, K-A-N-T-Z-I p o r dot com, and I am highly recommending the book. Uh, Steve, an unusual local
9: bookstore.
0: What is it? A local bookstore, and of course, a, I. I a
9: bookstore. Or buy it on Amazon, whatever.
0: And I'm sure the fell website has it and uh and and it's and and it's a rarity when i buy a book mr Savitsky. but this one because i was so attracted (laughs) to this topic this one i bought i look forward to you inscribing this one for me the next time i
9: see you absolutely it'll be be my pleasure thank you so much anything that anything
0: done that 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 promotes chesed and encourages people to you know to take the steps that you describe in this book we are enthusiastic about mazal tov on the book uh continued success and uh and thanks so much for joining us this morning
9: thank you so much have a wonderful day bye-bye
0: steve savitsky Kan tzipor k-a-n-t-z-i-p-o-r feldheim release inspiring stories on seizing magic moments of opportunity to do chesed and that basically says it all more coming up wednesday jm and the am
14: Fishan <lonely> nimm, the ada immensaim, lach job le having, it sejaut, shankani had show you shadow, odd hai we a big battle, i
0: JM in the AM. That's uh Ki Kare Kansipor in honor of Steve Savitsky's brand new book entitled Kansipor. Uh before that, what do we do before that? Yoni Z with Lanetzach here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Kosher Halftime Show this coming Sunday with your Achmiel Begun, the Miami Boys choir. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Signal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Yussi's Wag with a Wednesday live launch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, you can comment on the app during his show and be in touch with him in that way. Uh, A special shout-out to Mr. Weinstein of Springfield, New Jersey, who I saw Monday night at KFWE. Hello there, Mr. Weinstein. Thanks so much for listening. Um, J.A. Morris says, you're pulling on all the heartstrings this morning, Alchem, great mix. All you need is Hanan Ben Ariz, aluf ha <laughs> Have an uplifting and empowering day and Mazdaf to the Leibovitz family in Montreal and the chasna of their granddaughter. Truly uplifting people of the, I don't, I can't read that, I'm sorry. Of the new word I learned, oh, of the new word I learned from the Bobby. All right. Der hub and kite. Their kite. Um what else do we have here? Yeah, we did the it's about the Dafyomi yesterday. It's about the Yomi rather. We did that from Nachman Seltzer yesterday. I don't know if we'll get that to that today. Uh it could be you by Jakob Schweki. We did earlier today. Uh, this was requested for a four-year-old fan who asks me to turn on JM every morning. His name is Mayor from Crown Heights. Hey, Mayor from Crown Heights, thank you. We did play, uh, I believe it's on the playlist, that we played the Yakov uh, Schwecki selection. It could be you earlier today. Um, But we will get it. Request it, please, another day, and we're we'll more than happy to do it. And a very, very big shout-out to Mayor from Crown Heights. And listener, Edie says, perfect song choice. poor after the interview with Steve Savitsky. Yes, that's how it worked its way into our playlist, I am proud to say, here at JM in the AM. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs>
2: I
1: am a לגדול מזוהי וдей
12: לגדול Oh 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 and, in it, no peace. and, the is and a i kher mich talalet bi im alf argalim im kol al fafa shalet fa ana oteshou lfazer et amilim ana amti u klashiga ana kol khazer alay chamba makami menovati enshallah we ma sa gadol I'll be you lushy go i se cavet
0: Amir Dadon Shuliran together with Bain Kodesh Lechol. We'll wrap things up with Ruli Azrahi and I thank all of you for tuning in to JM and the AM here at the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
2: תואד במעלה הסדרה חושב על דברים שכאלה שאחרי שקיעה יש זריחה שוב יוצא אל הדרך בצלילה אל תוך מחשבות גם שלמה בשירו אל המלך הרגיש אותם רגשות כי מים רבים לא יחלו את האהבה. מים לא מים לא את האהבה. מים מוצבár שחקל ל השמש ובענין נדלק לי האור פנäs שמייר את הדרך לך אלחזר כמו עי על על פיק של מים כמו מדבר את מלך שמים ושלום של יד Shira <speaking> Shirim <in> the <language>
0: My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. on am sponsored digital radio. Around the world of women, AlchemSingle.com. and the AlchemSingle Network, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JMA. My thanks to Dr. Leibovitz. My thanks to uh, Steve Savitsky. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Coach our Halftime, show number 10, happening this coming Sunday. Brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Big thank you to the Rothenbergs. 11 a.m. Eastern Time today. It's the live lunch with Yossi Y happening right here at the Siegel Network. I hope you'll be tuned in. Sometimes you just have to sneeze. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.